Yeah, welcome to the Idle Matinee podcast. We're back for another exciting week on the cast. Everybody's here tonight. We have Greg, who's high as a kite on life and feeling great, feeling really special. Don't make it out that I'm high. I'm not high at all. I'm trying to sober up. I'm getting sober. I'm getting clean. We have Chris. Hi, I'm sober. And we have Johnny. Do you think the Tooth Fairy is training kids to tell their body parts? <laughs> Good one, Johnny. Starts us off with a banger straight away. So let's start as we normally do with the first segment of the week called Bone Idol Natural Chat. What's been going on this week, fellas? Let it out. Men, uh, men in sheds. Yeah, not bad. Not bad. Better than last week I want to kill myself. Uh, this week I want to kill someone else. <sighs> That's a step in the right direction. No, no. Yeah, healthier direction for you anyway, I suppose. I'll tell you what did cheer me up. I've said it to you guys, I don't know if you listen to it. Uh, Tom Jones talking reality TV blues, the first single off his new album. Well, what is, is that, what's that song you've been listening to? That's the song you've been listening to? Yeah. Is that, is that you've just been listening to that on repeat? Uh, Tom Jones talking reality TV blues is actually a cover of a Todd Snyder song, who, if you remember, did B-W-E-R-U-N-B-R-U-N. Oh, right, yeah. Did you? Uh, yeah, that's it, yeah. Uh, yeah, I cooked a lovely mushroom risotto from Nantes yesterday, because uh, I didn't see her over Christmas. Oh, did, did you get any? Huh? Did you get any? Any what? Mushrooms? Mushroom risotto, did you? Oh, you, I think you were trying to make a joke. Did you have any spare? Yeah, well done. <laughs> uh, and then got bang on it, that's what a good night. Um... <laughs> What with your mum? So you sound sound a bit down. Uh, Chris, how's your lockdown been so far? Uh, all right. I watched a bit of uh, Challenge TV the other day and saw um, something that made me think we should reevaluate Stephen Mulhern because uh, <laughs> I saw Mark Curry in the early two thousands doing um, what's it called? God, catchphrase. Go on. That's it. Yeah, catch I was rose. gesticulating there. Mark Curry did catch Yeah, he did it. He did Mark it for Curry, a little bit. Yeah. So Roy Walker stopped, and then it was, yeah, Steve. St- had Steve Penk. You had it. Mark Curry, Steve Penk, and then Stephen Mulhern. That's some good catchphrase knowledge. I think some. I think That's there might great be, knowledge. I think there might have been another one or two as well, possibly. Yeah, even Mark Curry originally was going to play uh, Dodgeball, wasn't he? Because he breaks the fourth wall all the time. <laughs> With his fat face. Yeah. <laughs> He's got, his, he's, got George, he's got George Clark head. Chris, continue, <laughs> please. Yeah, yeah, so I did that. Um, tried to... I saw you posted something on the group earlier about the Reddit. You were saying something about investors. Stephen Mulhern, though. You've got some oh, information. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I was just saying about reevaluate. He's not as bad as I thought, you know... I've always oh, right, right. I see, I see, he's not as bad. Oh, when you saw Mark Curry. And, and then I watched Mark Curry on it, and I was just like, you are... Oh, and Steve- honestly, you don't want to go down a rabbit hole of so, so he, he made, Mulhern either. He made Stephen Mulhern look good, is what you're saying. He made Mark him look amazing. Good. Stephen Mulhern is a consummate professional, but he does look like a robot. Because I watched the Richard Ayoade yeah. one you told me about. Yeah. And when he's going like, yeah, every catchphrase, he gets really excited at and goes, here's another catchphrase! Yeah. <laughs> here's another one! It's like, whoa, mate, they're just catchphrases. Don't <laughs> get... But he's good at it, because it's, yeah. like, it's like it's a big deal for everyone. Ben Shepherd does it on Tipping Point, doesn't he? You have to get yeah. into what you're doing, oh, yeah. the science of it. Yeah. He does look a little bit like someone's drawn Disney eyes on a rape robot. <laughs> oh, talk, yeah. uh, talking like, of Tipping Point, like, I had a new 
uh, name for a point drop. It's called, I think they're calling it the tongue or the hanger. That's when you get a load of coins on the edge, a load of the things just hanging over on Blemic. one of the things. I know, oh, I've already used that. The hanger or the yeah. tongue. So I'm going to write in and let them know about that. I'm also yeah, going to write in about to the mass Singer and say what they you should do. You know when it's all loaded up and it looks like it should drop, but it doesn't? You could just call it Grandad Pollocks. Sure, if it does drop, if it does drop, it's Grandad's bollocks. If it drops, if the load, if it, yeah, no. right. nice. I was yeah, thinking but... of writing to the Mars singer and making just to make the show better. You should do in say so you just have they sing and then they just take the mask off straight away and go, oh, it's that person. Yeah, both. Rather, uh, rather than extending out over a number of weeks. Well, yeah, for people who really don't like the show, it'd be. A bit of you. Too expensive. I've actually removed the TV aerial from my house. Why? So I don't have to pay TV um, license. Oh, I thought it's because you're getting older and you already didn't want to do a rod hole. Don't go, don't don't try and adjust the aerial with a large um, puppet of an emu. That's what I learned. Have you seen the new uh, Just Eat advert with the Bruce Forsyth hologram in it? It's like the, it's got this, there used to be, a, I've seen them do this before, obviously I've seen the two-pack hologram and there used to be a Bob Monkhouse advert for prostate cancer where they brought him back with CGI and he's walking around a gra- graveyard going, oh, check your prostate, check your ball, t- check your balls, um, long what? time ago. Fuck You'll off. find it on YouTube, it is a real thing. What, Bob Monkhouse, Bob, CGI Bob Monkhouse. Yeah, yeah. And now there's advert. a new Bruce Forsyth Just Eat advert. He's going, I've seen that. Oh, yeah. Did somebody say Just Eat? <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. It's like I always say, storm the palace, seize the queen. Word. What's your, yeah. what's your favourite version of uh, COVID at the moment? The old variant or the new variant? I like the one from Brazil. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Yeah, the old one's too That's popular. Chris knows his shit. The- Brazilian one's got a nicer bum. Apparently pro-lifers have started dying now. <clears throat> Here's one for you, Barry. Do you know what retweets are called on Parler? No. This isn't a joke. Echoes. Echoes. Good one. It's an echo, it's an echo chamber. Yeah. No, they are, it is, they are called echoes. I can believe that because they're in an echo chamber. No, they are called echoes. Yeah. I was thinking as well, do you reckon the Sun newspaper still does Shagger of the Year awards? The, yes. cha- the world is changing at an alarming pl- pace, and the guy that presents Mastermind doesn't like it. <laughs> John Humphreys doesn't get emojis. Turns out he's a bit thick. He hates emojis, John Humphreys. He fucking hates them. He said he was speaking... Ghastly! Ghastly things! Sorry, Johnny? Whenever Paris Hilton used to get out of a car, they used to put a picture of a fanny in the paper, didn't they? Yeah, that's right. Upskirts. I spoke about it last week. Yeah, I did. I don't remember, but they weren't very tight-lipped about it. <laughs> it's because they, they all show off their own fannies now on Instagram. So yeah, they don't need to. They don't need the up-the-skirt shots. They get in there first, preempt it. John Humphreys was on this program. What do you reckon about Warner Brothers announcing they're releasing a Wonka and Origin Story in 2023? I haven't heard that one. Terrible. It's an origin story for Willy Wonka. Did he used to get beaten, so he wanted to have a like, nicer life? Definitely. What turned into chocolate? Chocolate up his bum. It's like Mr. Kipling, isn't it? So what happened to him? Mm, he had the small. They still call that term Kipling hands for having small hands that are good at making pies. Yeah, <laughs> Kiplingitis. 
Yeah, I read this thing. Um, it was about um, a TikTok video. Me, never been on TikTok myself, but uh, a TikTok video that was a remix of a Papa Roach song, and someone's remixed it, and now. Like Papa Roach got in touch with them two weeks later, and they like re-recorded the song again, Last Resort, and they redid it. And I was like thinking, that's like making a shitter song, shitter. <laughs> like, is there anybody? Can you think of anything? Any song that's really shit resort. that you could make even worse? <clears throat> I saw Billy Ocean doing a song with a choir, and it had him in the studio, like acting all like Billy Ocean still making music. We made yeah. this one song to get on the news. I can think of that kind of thing, like where an actor hasn't been around for a long, long, long time. Well, I, suppose... Chris, I think you're forgetting we do this every week. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, we've never done it with a children's choir, have we? We've never done it with a children's choir, singing in the background, and that's what would make the difference. And you can't put yourself down anyway. No, I don't know, I think that would be very precarious. The world is changing at an alarming rate. In 50 years' time, people will be taking Nintendo Switches into the repair shop. with a, Crying about them as well. Saying that it was their granddad brought them. Yeah. Good one. And their fleshlights. Flesh 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 has made a difficult decision <laughs> to put Harvey into care. Apparently, she said the sex has become stale. Well, say that again. Did Lady you... Price has made a difficult decision to put Harvey into care. She said the sex has become stale. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Did you watch that program about Harvey going into care in the week? No. Yeah, baby. Oh yeah, baby. It's pretty moving, actually. It was. It's, just, it's not. Um, um, he's got a lot in common oh. with Greg, actually, Harvey, because <laughs> he was really into his photography. No, I was talking about. I was talking about. Blinded by love. Loves his iPad. <laughs> Blinded by love. Loves his iPad. Yeah. <laughs> Like, didn't Jordan say she was upset that at least 14 foot footballers won't come and visit Harvey? What, 14 footballers? Yeah, at least 14 of them. Um, she doesn't know who... Are you suggesting that it was not Dwight York? Are you suggesting the father wasn't Dwight York, Jonathan? He's suggesting it's a bit like Freddy Krueger's uh, dad, like, where the nun got raped by like a thousand maniacs or whatever, and then so... Yeah. Life is like a box of chocolates. <laughs> <laughs> Never know which one your dad is. Baby better. Cool. Well, <clears throat> if you could um, interview Dwight York now, what would be one of the questions you'd ask him? Do your front two teeth swing open like the cowboy's doors? <laughs> no, I mean about his son. Why doesn't he see his son? Because uh, <laughs> his son won't see him. Do you think if Trump was assassinated, he'd try and make heaven great again? Do you think yeah. Melania always looks to me like the wind chains when she signed her prenup? <laughs> this is your notes from last week. Man, whatever happened to natural chat? Well, God. Oh, like sit back. He's sitting back. That's it. Greg's done. <laughs> it's over. The podcast last episode when you start repeating stuff you've done before. Ah, uh, you really smashed last week. Getting tired. Getting tired, John. You're getting tired, John. Tough war. Current affairs are always happening while I'm worrying about what I can do to make things better, guys. I just make notes. That's all I do. 
that now our theme tune, that shit music? <laughs> yeah. Oh, <fuck>. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't people talk about neck curtains anymore? They've gone out of, out of vogue. They're not in vogue anymore. It was ever since 2018. People just stopped buying them, stopped talking about them. I'm still into them. I like them. When you're walking up the street, you don't even have to go right up to the window now. So that neck curtains, you can just walk past and see everything. Yeah, see everything. Oh, there's another thing for Greg. Let's talk about Greg's butter dish idea. Oh, yeah. I didn't think, why don't you just have a hot knife? Yeah, that doesn't work. I've tried, you, 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 you've not yeah, tried that you before. Know? It can kind of work, but it's not... It, would, it doesn't get you the same results, I'd imagine, as You'd imagine heating, well, heating the butter I, through, I probably. empirical evidence before I start investing in your butter dish. Yeah, no, I've done that before. What I thought about was some sort of cage thing that sits on a toaster, so the elements heat up the same. And yeah, that's, that's a good idea. stuck to the dish. So the, your toaster is in there for, what, like three minutes? Yeah, and it heats it up just, just and right. And it warms up for those three that, that time. Like, uh, you know, like barbecues have, yeah, where you have yes. the, the top bit of the barbecue, yeah, that's a good idea. There we go, Chris. Just uh, an add-on to a toaster, that solves all the fucking problems about it being plugged, so obviously it needs to be plugged in. Well, you don't you sell it... You need it when you need it. Go- yeah. Guys, you don't sell it as an add-on to a toast, you sell it as a toaster with oh, that Oh, yeah, attached. that's what I'm saying, a toaster with that. So like now you've sold that, a whole yeah, toaster idea. Well, no, but then the add-on's not a bad thing as well. Like a Mega Drive, where you well, add the Genesis bit on or whatever. No, the Genesis we add on the 32X. The add-on would be much easier to just to make, wouldn't it, to produce. Dragon's yeah. Den would be... I mean, we would need Dragon's Den. i got only two things I want to talk about this week, to start off with. Uh... My impulse story, or Watchdogs Legion on the PlayStation Five, four. Sorry, I'm not PlayStation Five. <laughs> I played Watchdogs Legion. Do you want to hear about that? With game yeah. review. Do you want a game review? Johnny, thanks for a game go. review. Yeah, it's fine. I can turn my headphones off. And we watched a film called The White Tiger. It's pretty good. Yeah, it's about White Tiger. But I'll give you a game review first. So I heard, uh, I heard a sort of racist joke this week um, <laughs> on a podcast, which I thought. Was quite funny, um, but at the same time, I did think that's quite racist. But no one in the audience found it even slightly. They were just all laughing. Wow! There was not even any awkwardness. And it was a guy who goes, "I only know two panthers, and the pink one's the one that's a thief." <laughs> Question mark. Ooh. Wow! And I was like, oh, "What podcast oh, is nice on?" Observation, but like you know, it's not in this day and age, but. The whole crowd. You didn't even see one hood Russell. Sorry, mate. You didn't even see one hood Russell. No short all from the hood, like a clean clutch planet. Oh, fuck off. Sorry, I didn't. What? Yeah. Well, um, uh, what podcast was this? It was that Kill Tony one. Ah, oh, yeah, that's quite the stand-up. Really one. good. Oh, right. Yeah, the, some of the jokes are really rough, but they're they're funny and it's brutal. Some of the. St- What's that, Johnny? It's Tony Black. No, it's called Kill no. Tony. It's just a... Uh, no, Tony yeah, isn't. That's what I'm no. saying. Kill Tony. It's Tony Black. It's a racist podcast. It's a joke. Go fuck yourself. Edit it out. I don't give a shit. No, it wasn't a racist podcast. It was a racist joke yeah. on the podcast. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I was taking it to the extreme. I'm, I'm that's what I was trying to work out whether it was like a racist podcast to begin with. Then, no. You, then don't the listen, you don't listen to racist podcasts. <laughs> What do you mean? <laughs> what the hell is going on here? No one listens to racist podcasts. It's a stand-up comedy podcast. I don't, I don't think racist, racist podcasts podcast. can actually sell themselves as racist podcasts. I think you just have to be in the know, don't you? And you know, when you just tune in, it's like, yeah. and it's got a bit of a racist... The Combat, like. Combat 18 chat show. Do you think that exists? Yeah, you have to give them a name. What I had in my mind. Sorry, Johnny. I'm sending a picture to the group. No, it doesn't really work. 
There was also another joke about. Um, no, uh, I'm going to get it wrong anyway, but it doesn't matter. This isn't trademarked, um, but it's just stealing something. But it was about um, what do people think about sleeping with your fourth cousin? And most people were like, hmm. It was like because the first three weren't very good. <laughs> Blinded. I love games. Push them out. You've all got to think of a new Bernard Matthews food. Starting with, tur- I'll start with turkey unicorns. Well, that's, that, that's, that's Go. what exists. That's what, oh yeah, so yeah. Turkey unicorns don't exist. Yeah, they do. I got, I got turkey unicorns. We were talking about this. Okay, think of a new Bernard Matthews food. Chicken. I've got one for you. At Christmas, you could do turkey eggnog. Turkey eggnog, chicken beaks. Bernard, Bernard Matthews chicken beaks. Chicken beaks, or do chicken eggs, but it's all meat. Mmm. So, actually, sounds good. Bernard Matthews meaty chicken eggs. Um, yeah, like a Scotch egg, really. Almost, but instead you would put like a parsley sauce or a garlic butter inside. Mm. Turkey pigeons, I think, would be quite good. Fishermen fuck the cod. How? How do they do that? With their penises. Yeah, but how do they get their penises in the cod? Like they split them open. So and apparently, in how big? Villages, they never eat uh, cod. They eat pollock because um, you can't fuck pollock. How how big's a cod vagina or arsehole, Johnny? I know, Google it. I've never heard something I've heard. Cods are actually quite big, aren't they? So I imagine yeah. they might actually have a reasonably sized vagina. Because apparently you can lie Fish vagina. Snake, you can fuck them in the egg hole. The egg hole? Yeah. I suppose oh, that would be the vagina, yeah. Well, we'll have to look into that, Johnny. See if that's actually possible. So apparently Dr. Alburn's currently working in the studio doing lockdown, doing another album. Can anyone remember Dr. Alburn? It's Alburn. my lockdown it- life. It's my lockdown life. Remember last big hit, It's My Life. It's my life. It's he my life. My Sorry, mate. He cured my gout. He cured your gout? Yeah. Oh, well done. How did he do that? Well, he's a doctor, isn't he? I went out and I showed it to him, and he went, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's my life. And then it, he, opened, it went away. <laughs> he, he changed the, the lives of many active young ladies. Every joke I say, through the fucking woods, and I hit him on the head with an axe. What? What are you going on about? Listen back, Greg. Oh, back fuck me. You always say that. It's Next. Like, I can't hear you, Johnny. You can't, you're on the phone, remember? You, you, look. Right, you can edit it out, mate. Uh, okay. Next. Oh, come in, please. Uh, your name? Uh, yes, Johnny uh, Rabina. Oh, just step this way. The doctor's in his office. Uh, come in, sit down. <clears throat> hello there, Johnny Rabina. Oh, hello. Uh, you must. You look familiar. Yes, I'm Dr. Alban. I. Oh, wow. Doc- oh, wow. It's Dr. Alban. Are you actually a doctor? Yes, I'm actually a doctor and a musician. Doctor Oh, what seems to be the problem? Oh, I've got this really bad gout. Oh, don't worry about it. Just have this. It's my gout. What? Was, is that, was, was, was that a joke? Was That's that what, what actually happened when Johnny went to the doctor. It's my gout this week. Yeah. Well, we are back with you. We've just had a break, but the reason we haven't been here is because... Someone new's come along and it's now a one, two, three, four mana. One, two, five mana. Five mana. But we're socially distancing. We are socially distancing. We take this very seriously. Cox length. Cox length apart is always very important for men. I say now ask my uh, girlfriend to stick to the same rule as well. Cox length. Cox length for what? Barry, you know when it goes quiet and it all goes shit, you're the host. You're supposed to be directing people, just so you know. I, I, yeah, I tell, I tell all the Irish girls that my cock is the Blarney Stone. All the Irish girls? Your wife? Or, 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 or Irish I make girls. her dress up in a different fashion every night. <laughs> all the Irish girls. 
all of them. Tonight I want <coughs> a gypsy style. Mm. He points out his vagina. His vagina. <laughs> <laughs> you say uh, vagina, I say vagina. I reckon I say egg hole. <laughs> egg hole. Potato, potato. What's for egg hole? Let's cut the whole thing off. <laughs> Let's cut it off. <laughs> Uh, I think that's the first FGM joke I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I did want to. I was hoping to do a little serious chat about that, but I don't think it's. We don't think we, we know enough about it. Yeah, to talk yeah, about it. There should be more men that have their cocks chopped off. Well, male circumcision, they cut the foreskin off. Female circumcision, they cut the woman's clit off, so she doesn't have to have sex. That's it. You're not allowed to have fun, bitch. Wow. And in some female circumcision, they cut the lips off as well. Doesn't the rabbi bite it off? And when they cut the lips off, do they, they just sew the mouth up? Yeah, they should yeah. be. Like, it's, 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 yeah, it's like one of those characters from Seven. Oh, come on, guys. I don't like this chat. It's not nice against ladies. Let's just do um, an improv now. Let's, well, let's, just, let's just go round. I'm against female circumcision. Yeah, yeah, I'm against it as well. I think it's the equivalent. The equivalent for men is literally just like saying you're not allowed to watch porn again. It's not equivalent. Or cutting your top off. <laughs> I swear to God, I had a subscription to a magazine about cars called FGM in the 90s. So, the fucking good motors. Let's move you away. Can you get the bonnet open? No, so it's a get the bonnet open on. <laughs> Johnny, say what you were going to say. I was going to say, so no one here is pro-female circumcision, right? <coughs> no. Apparently it makes them better cleaners, though. Well, Frankie Boyle, watch out. No, I mean, I've got a few issues with women, but, uh, you know, that's... Leave the clear. Oh, right. yeah. <laughs> Dance, <laughs> Lord, no, Lord of the Edge. Well, you got to have a prawn to play with, <clears> haven't <throat> you? Might be a slap or a punch in that, but don't cut their cunt off. So let's do the um, improv... <laughs> This week's standards. You're bringing up raw memories for Ben here. We're at the halfway mark this week, so let's do our first improv of the week. And uh, this week's improv is Sex and the City 3. Um, and as we're obviously not female, but we have been talking about female issues this week. Uh, we're, it is called Trans Life. Now, we are the new generation, the next generation of Sex and the I'm City. I'm about to leave. And we're playing, I suppose, the new Carrie Bradshaw, um, Samantha, and crew. Uh, but it's, we actually play Carrie. I play Carrie Bradshaw's son, called Justin, who has come out as a trans. Greg will be playing Christina, who was originally a man pronoun? called. What's your pronoun? Who's originally a man called Michael? Uh, Chris will be playing Ruth, who was originally a man called David, and. Yeah, don't we need to each other's pronouns? Johnny will be playing the hotel, the hotelier. Uh, as in this scene, we are all... Oh, and uh, Prue will be playing the bellboy. As in this scene, we are all trying to book into a hotel for the first time going on a girls' weekend away. Begin scene. Thank you for this, girls. I really need it. No problem, honey. Yeah. yeah. We'll be looking, up. We're looking forward to this for a long time. I need sex. I need it now. I haven't had sex in like five minutes. Hey, you're always on the sex tip. I haven't had sex in two years, but I just want to find the right guy. I need some cock right now. Hey, Mike, you can have my cock if you want. I've still got it. <laughs> Excellent. I mean, Chris. I mean, you, Chris. You can't be... <laughs> <laughs> it's not... Samantha, I thought... What? what? 
I'm glad you weren't too hasty with your with your, your with your cut taking up your cog. Oh, there's the hotelier. Just call him over. Excuse me, sir. I'm taking uh, hormones for my voice. Uh, sorry. Hot guest. Uh, can I take your pronouns? It. She. <laughs> or was that a prolapse? I'm still a Mister. My name is Mister Roof. <laughs> Mister Roof McGaskell. <laughs> Mr. Roach, she attacked helicopter and died. We're just trying to book into the hotel for a good weekend away together. You know, let our hair down and just be free. Hey, Ruth, you know what it was like when your other half left you. No, we're having our own rooms, please. Right, fine. Okay, give us your credit cards and your details, and I'll book you in like normal then. Yep, that's all done. Can that bellboy over there take our cases? Yeah, yeah, does he just yeah, carry suitcases? Like, 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 Excuse me, bellboy. Come here, bellboy. Bellboy. I've got a sex swing in my bag. I'm going to set it up, and you're going to help me. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. How can I help you? I'm actually a lady. Come and take this geezer's bag, you fucking lazy. Let's just end it there. Because I just realised. Did I make you end it? No, because he said, hey, sir, and I said, I'm a lady, and I suddenly realised we were doing Little Britain. It's from like 2000. (laughs) Yeah, we are basically doing Little Britain. You know you said about making something you know you said about doing a shit thing and making it worse like earlier that we just did it. We did it perfectly, like but not a song, we did it with a, with a comedy sketch. <laughs> that's 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 my choice. That's how you make something shit or even shit. Brilliant. <laughs> wow, we took a step back there. It can only go up though, can I? Yeah, yeah, true, yeah. Things can only get better, as who said that? I don't know, but I'd like to do that. Brian Cox. Pauline Chet is actually just Donald Trump putting all the pizzas off his thumb with one hand while he's eating um, McDonald's with the other. Pauline Chet. Pauline Chet. Eight D Chess. Yeah, you can play it at home. Sweaty here in the studio. <laughs> <laughs> I've had some wicked comments from my uh, American um, American colleagues to call him. From my what, American. One of them, one of them called him the the, uh, the fat the fat orange clown has left. Uh, they're proper. Everyone I've, I've spoken to, every one of them is Republican, which is weird. What, and they don't like him now? No, no, they fucking hated Trump, but they would never talk about it. So they're Republican, but they hated Trump? Oh, sorry, sorry. Well, they, they appear they to be Republican because of the comments they, they make, uh, but they would never Trump talk about it. Two at the same time. Well, one at a time, fellas. Yeah, please. Yeah, it's just... So were they Lincoln Project, or were they just Trumpers before they changed? No, sorry, there was never any persuasion to either prior to that. But it's funny how many people have come out from different backgrounds that I know in America, and they all say the same thing. It's, it's hilarious. So recently, it's I've... a bit late to come out of the closet about hating Trump, though, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> moving yeah, on, but... from, sorry, moving on from Trump, uh, Trump news. A lot of new uh, little businesses have started up during. Uh, the pandemic, and yeah. I've got a new business of go, if you go on Chiltern Railways, you can get those seat covers off the trains and make them into little tops and sell them Wait, on I Facebook start, Marketplace. I, I, I actually started that. I think, yeah, I think I started that trend. I just—it's one of those. Things I, did, I was I was wearing a, uh, a mini skirt on the way back from playing darts that time, saying COVID, come, night, COVID comes night. out your butt. Yeah. yeah, I just never watched mine. COVID comes out your butt walking up and down the train. It was hilarious. Well, I thought it was. The only difference is I never watched mine. <laughs> I might own uh, like. Business-wise, like a, a, a little shop in the woods that's just for masturbating in. Yeah. And um, basically, lovely. we'd only want rich clients. Yeah, of um, But we'd call it uh, Robin Wood. 
I think that's actually a very nice thing. People love that. Have you got a lot of bark? Have you got a lot of bark? Bark. Have you ever seen a thing called? Have you ever seen something called Slow TV? Uh, it's on Netflix or YouTube, and it's television where it's like 120 frames per it's second. Just, no, it's just uh, a barge going along a canal, or like a fireplace, it's or it's yeah, Swedish, it's like, or yeah. a train going along for hours on a track. This came from Norwegian idea. That'd be a nice it's idea. Norwegian, to, yeah, with a fire. Yeah, yeah, so we had a nice idea to have your cabin on that. With just like the cabin slowly rocking and lights. Yeah, no, it's starting from or, a sl- from a flaccid state to a full log. Mm. And how they do it socially distanced, the challenge. Yeah, how yeah. they do it is you use animals. They, 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 so they, they the thing that got us in this situation will be the thing that gets us out. That's it. And when, when the end frame is a beaver sitting there gnawing on a bit of wood, they, they, pan, they pan down to the, they pan down to the uh, waves that your, your boat rocking makes. And it's quite so, so, so therapeutic. The, a good one is a box of slugs that you just stick it in there. And the slugs will slime around on it. That'd that would be quite a that is it. That's nice that's 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 foreplay for you. That's like the that's epitome of foreplay. So 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 rubbing in rubbing woods, uh, in rubbing woods, uh, porch like uh, wank shack, like uh, exclusive wank shack. Let's let's say. Uh, so you, the idea is you use the woodland around stuff yeah. from the woodland around you to, to turn you off. Yeah. So box, yeah. boxes everything. of slugs, little. Uh, like nature, fox it's, it's, pelts, fox and badger pelts. And absolutely, yeah. it's, like, it's like a members club. It's like it's not illegal because no one knows about it. Hey, I've got no, a... Tie, tie a badger down. I've... <laughs> I've thought of a slogan. It's not even right. Get hot <laughs> because they, they actually quite like no. it. So Chris, just take Chris, it. Down. get hard with that nature. Reminds, that reminds me of that famous Terry Katona quote: <laughs> If a tree falls down in the woods while you're burying Maddie McCann, does it make a noise? Oh Jesus Christ! You, you, uh, hey, uh, Graham, you should Come call on, your man. you should call your wooded retreat beaver, beaver, comma, damn. You have to we have to edit that. When the sun goes <laughs> down, we go up. Yeah, you get no no Maddie McCann jokes, please. Yeah. Oh, right, well, I think the point is here right, that men are visual. What are you when you're fucking her? Let's pretend she's still alive. Yeah, that's the thing. Men are visual. They need to see what she looks like now, not when she was four. What, um, what were you saying about Kerry Katona? I didn't get the Kerry Katona bit. You said, like, Kerry Katona said. Listen back, you dozy cunt. No, no, you said, no, no, no. You always say that. You say, listen back, and I'm doing it. It's always shit, Johnny. So I need you to yeah, explain it now. It, it reminds me of that famous Kerry Katona quote. None of it's related. Right, it's so she said that. It was funny, Ke- Kerry Katona said that. <laughs> okay. Right. Uh, Sarah Katona? It's the Atomic Kitten. Oh, thank you. Atomic Kitten Coat Cade. <coughs> they very, they very I mean, Maddie McCann in Iceland. Oh, one of the, uh, one of the fucking... Under the peas. I've run out of notes, to be honest. Thank God for that. So let's <laughs> do... <laughs> I'm only joking. Yeah. Yeah. I just fought a blind man at the Nudist camp. <laughs> oh, did you see him... Um... It's not hard. Oh, sorry. Oh, Conor McGregor that ruined Graham because Johnny's lied. He hasn't run out of those. Shit, yeah, go. Wow. Conor McGregor, is he finally caved in? Uh, 50 million. And he said, now it's not 50 million, it's 10 grand or whatever because Conor McGregor got knocked out. But also, the, they were going to do this month Logan Paul versus Floyd Mayweather, but apparently it's been cancelled due to lack of interest. Yeah, you always go. I'm not interested, oh, so I always go on about fucking Logan Paul every week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking, I don't give a fuck about Logan Paul. Going back to, Who cares? Going back to McGregor, is he out now? Something you said earlier about holograms. No. Have you heard? No, 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 no. Sorry, who's talking here? Who's talking here? So annoying. 
Right, who wants to talk first, Stuart or Johnny? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Rappers or singers go against each other song for song. Like a rap battle, but they play songs <coughs> against each other. Like Snoop Dogg did it against DMX, RZA did it against DJ Premier, and they did like uh, Alicia Keys versus John Legend. They're actually there playing songs against each other. But they're now talking about doing a Biggie versus Tupac, which I, I thought already happened in the 90s. And then uh, Prince versus Michael Jackson. So who do you think would win out Michael Jackson. Right, what did you want to say now, Stuart, please? I, I was just going to uh, sort of talk about something that Johnny spoke about, because everyone, everyone else keeps, keeps cutting, cutting Johnny off. I thought I'd talk about uh, McGregor. You know that last fight he had and he just just bailed out, basically? Well, yeah, I just said that. Yeah, I know. I'd like to talk a little bit more about that. Is he actually finished okay, now? Is he actually is he actually retiring? Or no, is he no. Or what? No, he said... He's, he's... Sorry, I, I was asking the question. Why? I know the fucking answer, I'm telling you. <laughs> Right. I'll tell you. He beat up in the, in the <laughs> second round years ago, so he'll probably have a trillion fight, and then he'll probably fight. Um, what's his name? He said he's going to come uh, back and. Sorry, Justin when I can't hear I, I reckon he'll fight he's Justin Gaethje. Right. I think that's good fight. He said he's going to try and bounce back. That's it. He said, he mate, said, yeah, he said yeah, mate, he was a good fighter, fair play to him, and yeah, he's going to dust it off and fucking come back. That's what he said. He's too rich now, he doesn't need it. He's got like 100 million quid. Just fucking give it a rest. And your. He could, he could build a few more estates around Nailsbury. Are we done on the boxing chat? Good. I reckon, I reckon yeah, Conor McGregor could go into any club in England and punch an old man. Cool. And your other thing, Johnny, was about rap battles between two people. What was the question there? He said about uh, Prince versus Michael Jackson. So, so Prince. Right, so Biggie versus Tupac and Prince, Prince versus Michael Jackson. Prince That's Biggie. Has anyone so, seen that? Songs against each other. Uh, has anyone seen, seen that? Has Prince. Anyone, has anyone seen that comedian? He's not Pedos. That's got a speech impediment, and, and everyone has to wait really long time for her to tell her jokes, but they're actually really funny. Yeah. Who is it? Down. I don't know. Sounds like Wang. Yeah, baby. That's her. What's her name? She's on a. Fucking She's funny, but you have to sit and go, come on. Yeah. <laughs> um, apparently, there's going to be uh, Sherlock Holmes is royalty free this year, so we could write a Hispanic gang banger oh, version called Sherlock well. Holmes. Sorry, Johnny? You said Hispanic gangbang well. version. Sorry, Johnny? I think Prince would probably do quite well. Oh, we're still, yeah, Prince. Nice one. Yeah, I said that. I said Prince, yeah, good Prince one. and Biggie. Well done, yeah, I agree. So, <clears throat> this week, moving on That's from obvious, really. Johnny, Chris, you got anything, or shall I, I've got something, but Chris, you can go if you want. I just worried if, if Biggie would be able to keep up the pace of Tupac, <coughs> you know, because he would, you know, you'd think if he got him, then he'd get him, but like, Tupac is a bit better built, a bit fitter, could probably, yeah, you know. Remember, Biggie was actually a good rapper, and Tupac was a fucking queer. <coughs> Did any of you guys ever see Paul Daniels when he yeah, um, rapped that headband? Stu, please. Did any of you see Paul Daniels when he had banged two? Sorry, headbang. Sorry, rap battle with Tupac. I was, was going to say if he headbutted someone, then he's making a he gag. Quite, he's got quite a big head, hasn't he, Paul Daniels? So I was using Paul da- anyway. A policeman actually shot one of uh, Tupac's bollocks off, so he could be called One Pack <coughs> or Dead Pack. <laughs> one sack. Adam Lambert versus Freddie Mercury. Mercury. <laughs> Mercury, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah,
not in a gay way, in the way that Mike Tyson was going to um, make that reporter love him. It would be aggressive and decisive. Can you imagine how happy um, Nestle would be if Jimi Hendrix sang the words Lion Bar instead of Wild Thing? Lion Bar, I think I love you. I want to know for sure. Bring. Lion Bar. He's written the lyrics. You make my heart sing. You make everything chocolate. Lion Bar. Caramelly. Chewy. You make everything caramelly. It's like that kid that was conceived in a McDonald's in a McDonald's milkshake kitchen. And they, their surname was uh, McDonald. They called him Ronald. That's funny you should say, talk about kitchens there, because that brings us on to our Home second kitchen. improv of this evening. We have got a big Game of Thrones improv coming up. I'm not sure if we're going to be doing that today. Uh, but our second improvised segment of this evening is our new improvised kitchen sink style soap opera called Slice of Life. Um, I'll be playing Darren. He's an out-of-work teacher. And he's just moved back in with his dad, Stan, uh, played by Greg, who's recently divorced. And Stan, in this scene, Stan is with his friend, Mike. Lion Bar! Uh, you make what? Oh, sorry, we're doing sorry. Stan is with his friend, Mike, who just moved in. Um, Johnny, feel free to jump in with any characters you want to jump in with. And you make Mike is... Emulsifiers, Lion Bar! The gardener, the cleaner. Mike's the cleaner yeah, okay. and uh, Stan's cleaner. Mike is saying he stands cleaner. And uh, Chris, who do you think you want to play? You can chuck in some ideas before we start. It's a soap opera. We're starting it now. This is, we're getting it off the ground. So chuck in an idea if anyone wanna, what you think you want to play or in his life, Darren's life or his ex. Or... Can I be... Uh... I don't think Gareth. Well. <laughs> yep, Gareth. And uh, Johnny, if we need you, we'll ask for you and to come in it. And you'll probably be Manuel. Yeah, well, you'll be Manuel. Yeah, you'd have to say anything, Johnny, but if we need you, yeah, then the we'll ask you to be One in it. So I'm going to start over here just to give it that bit of extra magic. Oh, I better do the theme tune first. Slice of what you could do is, is say what's happening, like they do on the telly for deaf people, because obviously this is all audio, so you say someone walks into the bar. They don't do that in the it's Archers, got, mate. It's got to be Archers, yeah. It was, so, have you ever heard the Archers? Yeah, they do that for deaf people, the deaf people on the telly. We've done all this, we've said all this. I'm blind people, I think sorry. he's doing talking. his thing where he interrupts and that. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I was just saying, you can do that. And, uh... Morning! Yeah, exactly, that's why I know that. Very first episode. You just try to cause trouble. Hey, uh, He's a troublemaker. No, I'll start the scene. He's very a troublemaker. He's a rebel rouser, as they say. So let me just start with the theme tune. Rebel and we'll start with the first scene. Rebel. A rebel rouser. He's not, he's not rousing me anyone. He's, he's roused himself. Chris, you're Gareth, okay. I'll introduce you, Gareth, and let's begin with the first scene. Music first. Meow, 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 slice of life. Hey, Dad. Crowning Road. All right, son. Oh, still struggling to look for a job, Dad. Oh, oh, yeah, well, you shouldn't have touched that kid. 
I didn't touch a kid, Dad. Because, well, you're a teacher, aren't you? And that's why you got fired. Dad, you I'm that kid. homosexual. I don't touch... Just a homosexual. <clears throat> well, that's probably why I touched uh, a kid. I think... Clean room. I think Mike wants you, Dad. Who's... He's brushing his trousers down. The gardener. Oh, right. Oh, you're right, Mike. How can we afford a gardener? I don't know. <laughs> I suppose now you're living here, you can chip in and pay Mike as well. It's no work out there. In fact, it's lucky you moved in. That's how we can afford Mike. It's no work out there, Dad. It's really difficult. Yeah. Well, maybe. How uh, did you cope after Mum left? Uh, well, I well I had quite a good job at the time, didn't I, as uh, milkman? So um, I had, I had the, that milk float that was twice as fast as eating, everyone else's. Dad, I know Probably you're eating your tea, but it's okay if I talk to Gareth on the speakerphone. Uh, yeah, go, go ahead, son. I'm just going to ring him up. Hey, Gareth? Hi there. Hey, all right, Gareth. How are you coping with lockdown? Oh, well, you know, other than not being able to see your sweet little face, it's been all right. <laughs> I can see you now. Oh, just, mm. can you turn that in the other room, son? Is you said that I, your dad? Uh, yeah, Stan. Say hello, Stan. Uh, uh, oh, no, I'm not sure about this. Yeah, right, Stan. I, I remember you. Uh. Remember? I remember you. Yeah, yeah, you got that. Yeah, nice to. Yeah, You're nice. still the milkman. Yeah. Stan, Stan the milkman. Hey, you need my dad, Stan. Yeah, yeah, he always delivers. <laughs> well, I, don't, I don't know what he's talking about. I don't, I don't know him. Creamy Stan. <laughs> you used to live I don't, I don't know who he is. I've never seen him before Gareth. ever. <laughs> I, I, this is disgusting. I can't believe you two. Uh, Gareth, stop winding my dad up. I don't care for this at all. Gareth, stop winding uh, Stan up. I don't know him. I've never seen him before at all. But what you do do is disgust. It's disgusting. You're disgusting. You're both disgusting. What? Um, that was, I, I ever saw that do that to him. You know, me. <laughs> Dad, where's this coming from? I don't know, what he's about to say is not true. I don't, I, what you do is Dad, filthy. ignore him. Gareth's winding uh, you up. Not my, I'm, not, I'm not into it. Gareth's winding you up, Dad. I've told him you're a milkman. He knows you're a milkman. He's winding you up. Why don't you accept me and Gareth for who we are, Dad? It's 2021, <laughs> Father. Dad, why are you drinking beers got, with Mike in the living room? Get it's lunchtime. To get me on... Dad, why are you drinking beers with Mike in the living room? It's lunchtime. Mike, speak up. You've got something alcoholic. to say. Get I don't work anymore. I'm alcoholic. Get the what, Mike? The cleaner. Get the cleaner in. You're the, why are you drinking beers with the gardener asking you to get a cleaner in, Dad? Because <laughs> I'm an alcoholic. And that's what it's I do. It's dirty, creamy stand, isn't it? Gareth, creamy stand. It was Jarno Day yesterday, so, you know, there's the one day I could get... It's funny how you can be in. judgmental of me, Father, but it's all right for you to drink well, during no, the day. Just, I'm judgmental of your... Um, what the hell is this on this plate, Dad? What's this white powder? Oh, that must be Mike's. Mike, is that yours? Well, Mike had a late night. He said he needed something to get him through. Mike, um, I don't appreciate you bringing cocaine to the house uh, of my father. Mate, I was just making a cake earlier. That's just uh, icing sugar that I forgot. It's gyro day. It's, well, yeah. How long have you known this Mike, Dad? Gareth, do you recognise this Mike guy? Mike, come here. You tell him, Darren. Mike, say hello to Gareth a minute. Hey, Gareth. No, Sorry. on the camera. Show him your face. Oh, hello. Hello, mate. Oh, hello. Mike, Mike, I remember those nostrils. Remember, it was me, you, and Stan, and um, the, the beast. I don't know what the fuck the he's beast. talking about. It was me, you, and Stan, and the beast. I've never seen the beast. Were, yeah, the, 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 I can account for the nostrils. I was in a, a Japanese PO, POW bean sheets. Gareth, this is been... the first time I've seen your boyfriend. I've never seen him before in my life. I swear. I can't handle this anymore. Um, I'm leaving you. I, no, I remember. I found out at the end of that night. Beast was that pissed he couldn't shit in the toilet and he just did it in the bath. 
Mike's had a fall. Dun, 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 dun. And that's the end of this week's episode of Slice of Life. <laughs> That'd be good if you were here. I'd probably sound much, much better. Mm. My darling, she left me high on the sea road, and the sea is high. I come down with the morning sun. I wish my baby all night long. Oh, I wish my baby all night long. I'm gonna write the road man, sh- uh, the road man Shandy, and talk about the um, chat and pocket. Oh man, I see my journey, and she's on the shore. I've never seen a girl like that before. <laughs> she leaves me now, and she'll come back strong. Jenny will be stronger when she's in her thong. Bong. Oh, she makes a bong. Fuck. <laughs> 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 no, sweet. If I come over and paint in a spare room. Oh, boring chat. Fucking. Bubble, yeah. Some, some, yeah. Well, fucking maybe, yeah, you should have thought about weeks ago, shouldn't you? But yeah, good yeah, idea. Be and I'd be here now. Oh, well. And you wouldn't be the Galway girl. And you would be the Galway girl, girl that you are. Like ginger prick with a guitar. Oh, I'll, I'll tell you what, I am a fucking tease, aren't I? So that's, that, we've, that's an hour of sea shanty chat. What do you want to talk about now? Let's move on from Johnny. That Chris, you got anything? Or Greg, you got anything this week? Chris. I was just going to say, um, did you know that Stun Danson invented the thigh slap whilst gold panning on the Yukon River. This was in 1834. Um, although it's disputed by blind Phil Philkid, a renowned dandy man of early 18th century Lincoln, who was a famous five slapper known to engage in the act during robberies. As in, yeehaw! Yeah, and, yeah, but this too is disputed by a musketeer, Sebastian of Lille, Ooh, yeah. and a, pri- a pirate captain called Purple Tony. <laughs> <laughs> Purple Tony. Oh, yes, I reckon it was either the purple Tony or the Musketeer first. How are you getting on with yeah. the? How are you getting because, on with I the? Mean, wi- sorry. Yeah, no, sorry. sorry. No, no please, I'm sorry. That's all I'd say. How are you getting on with the? Wi- <laughs> sorry, sorry, Johnny. Right, can I, not? I just wanted to ask Chris a quick question about what he said. Would you regard yourself as a dandy man or a Beano bro? <laughs> I'd, I'd probably go to the latter. Yeah. Asher. What did the guy with the crutches from Breaking Bad go on to do? Breaking everything. <laughs> Broke the rest of him. He's in Holby City, isn't he? <laughs> Broke the rest of him. He's <laughs> <laughs> in Holby City. You're not thinking of Superman that ended up in a wheelchair. So, Chris, have you got any more news on I the witch? He just sold himself and they kicked him out of the union. Yeah. Chris, you got any more news on the witch from the graveyard? No, He's a bit like David, well, American David. I went out for a walk the other day with my girlfriend, you know, get on one hour of exercise. And again, I saw the same dog shit and feather when I left the house. It might be the same one because I haven't cleared it up, but it was definitely there. Is it white yet? And it's about a week later. Oh. No, it's just there and it's weird on the city street. It's, like, not, it's not white yet, it's not gone furry. No. I found a bit of shit on my pillow the other morning. Feather's still in it. Um, anyway, we went on this walk and there was two people in front of us, like, for about three miles of the walk, going through, as we walked through town, but they'd go round the corner, they'd be away, we'd, we'd walk down the road and they'd be in front of us again. And I think that's the thing that witches do as well, called the forward followers. 
yeah, where but, they can get yeah. you followed by but, people but, in front but, of you. All but the we've time. got we've got a word for that. It's called leading. <laughs> leading. <laughs> you think you were just chasing them? Is it, I feel that. I, they I, were, I, yeah, I feel empowered. We went, they were in front of us. I, I, like, I feel empowered when that happens. Down when, for miles. Johnny can't see. No, sorry, I was just going to say, if, if, if they're behind you, you're not chasing them. Yeah, I think it's, it's well funny when you end up walking the same really route as someone. Oh, no, but I think they're me. chasing me, but it's like some inverted shit. Uh, I, like, I think it's got something to do with the bully Like, like Tenet. Like Tenet. That sort of thing. Tenet? But it's the witch thing. So did everyone, did everyone watch White Tiger? Nope. Yes, no. Yes, very good. It's like a cross between Slumdog Millionaire and we Parasite. Did, we should, I was going to say to these two uh, to watch it. It's on Netflix. But, Highly recommended. Yeah, yeah. It's highly recommended. It is. That's an easy, easy description of it. Like, it's, there you it's, go. It's quite a good Done. Yeah, description. Done. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't tell you anything else. In fact, yeah. To say All it, you need it, to know. Tell us a little bit about the characters, Nick. <clears throat> <like>. Well. <laughs> <laughs> They're all Indian. He doesn't know they are. So yeah. He can't say who the actors are. Yeah, no, yeah. yeah that's, uh, one of them. One of them was definitely Sandeep. Yeah, the, it's. I don't. I don't want to say too much about it, but yeah, it's, it is pretty dark. I do. I, that's why I want you guys to see it first, then we can discuss it properly, and then because what with the stuff that actually happens in it. But yeah, it's like a rags to riches thing, but a little bit more. Yeah, extreme. But yeah, it's not. It's not what you'd expect either. It's sort of. It goes against. What you'd, you'd you know what you'd normally get in a Hollywood film or even a yeah something like Slumdog or whatever uh, yeah but it's definitely yeah but it's really good it's really, the pace of it's really good it's always it's constantly uh, really good know, kicking along uh, yeah <laughs> <Really> good. <laughs> kicks along <laughs> and, the, and the music score is uh, is the theme to Night Rider just repeated <laughs> that's not true but uh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't actually pay attention to the score that much but Johnny. How many really good out of ten would Greg give it whatever Actually, he did have quite a good score. Danga 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 modern tunes as well, like hip hop tunes, like hip hop and sort of bangra stuff. How many how many really goods out of ten would you give it? A good out of ten? I'd say eight and a half. Okay. Lose that was a good karate eight out of ten. Lose one and a half or oh no, I'll explain that when you've watched it. This week, I've been working on a new song lyric. Didn't mean to start a war. I need to work on the rest of the song yes, in it. So, so I've got the, one of the lyrics. Bring back Eat Out to help out to get the pandemic sorted out once and for all. Yeah, I, I just read that as... I'm eating way too much McDonald's food to, on Just Eat because cause they are doing... Because they've got the cheapest delivery. Where they, if it's yeah. £5, you don't have to pay yeah. delivery so I'm eating the worst of all like, I think everyone's lives is going to a shit a little bit food. like this week I went down the impulse rabbit hole so I was watching TV and I suddenly thought I remember years ago when I was with my mum because no Astro I was watching TV and there's a Vodafone advert and it was in Marlebone Station so I no, paused the advert and I thought I oh it's definitely Marlebone Station yeah. and it was Marlebone Station and then I suddenly thought I remember years ago when I saw him filming an advert in Marlebone Station and there was a guy with a bunch of flowers in his hands and he was jumping in the air and punching like a clock and it was for and in my head, I thought it's for impulse or body form. I couldn't find body form, but I thought it was for impulse. And I found impulse adverts from the 80s with men with bunches of flowers. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't find the advert. And then I suddenly thought, was that a false memory? Did that never happen? Yeah. And then I found loads of impulse adverts with the Saturdays in it and then the Spice Girls in it. And I was like, I can't remember any of the Spice Girls. And had like Spice Pulse. And it was like an alternative oh, reality of links for women. Whereas all these adverts for impulse are just like links adverts for yeah, women yeah. where men are going, men can't help acting on impulse oh, and yeah, grabbing yeah, flowers. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah I remember sli- that. And I'm like, this is modern and fresh. And yeah. 
so empowering <laughs> yeah, for I women. Think, and yeah. where is this now? Where's women this? Vagisil. Bring back impulse. Bring back Vagisil. Right, so, so what I've got used to doing in the middle of the night now, since since we used to stop applauding the NHS on a Thursday night, 8 o'clock, what I tend to do now is just deliberately set my, my house alarm off and run out in the middle of the night naked and stand in my garden, staring at my house, expecting it to go up in flames, just looking at the neighbours' reactions. What? <laughs> NHS heroes. Hey, what? Do you know who body forms for? Women. That's for you. <laughs> do you know? Do you know women? You know women. Since we're telling jokes like this, women. Yeah. Um, do you know what they? Uh, what job they prefer their uh, husband to do? No. Volcanology. You know, volcano. Study of volcanoes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. they they like lava, lava men. <laughs> I thought you were going to go more scientific, but that was terrible. Have you seen the <laughs> Tango advert with the vibrator in it? Where there's a Tango advert, it's like you've oh, been yeah, tangoed. It's and this, there's a lady all dressed in orange and she goes into people's situations and goes, I'll get you out of this situation. Cause you, and then gives her a can of Tango and it's like, cool off. And there's one where the dad's standing in a bedroom and he's holding a vibrator, like a, yeah. a Tarchy wand vibrator. We've got knobbly bits on top of it. She's like, she's she's got to be like mid to late twenties. She's mid to late twenties, and he's rooting around in her fucking room. And it's like, why, why would he be rooting around in her room anyway? And then if he did find a dildo, which is clearly a fucking dildo, he's picked it up. He's been up his daughter's vag, and he's there like fucking licking it, going, like, "What's this?" And the and tango like, woman goes. The she comes in and goes, don't panic about it. Just tell him it's... Uh, yeah, just tell him it's this. And then, yeah, no, massager. Uh, massager. Yeah, and he starts rubbing his fucking head with it. Yeah, and he's yeah. going, ooh. And he's <laughs> rubbing it around. He starts it. licking it. And it's like, what the oh, fuck? How did he find this out on points of view? And he sticks it up his ass. Goes, bit... No, it's a dildo, why look. Do, why don't we do an improv of that? <laughs> yeah, no. Points of view. And <laughs> Robinson. <laughs> no, no, it's okay. Like I'll be uh, the... Okay. No, too late, Barry. Okay. Uh, what do you think happens if you give Joan Collins a Snickers bar? Don't know well, what does happen. Probably nothing. Oh. Veggie guffs. Veggie burgers. Okay. With the vegans with their KFC veggie burgers. With their fucking pakora. Oh, oh yeah, I got some pakora fucking uh, chicken. What I thought was chicken pakora the other day from Sainsbury's, and I thought, oh, this looks. This is the Indian section. They've got like a proper Indian section. And it was made of FGM muff cuts. Okay. They've got they've got a proper Indian section where they've got like halal stuff and all that. But it says it says chicken pakora. Then in small letters underneath it says plant protein. It's like mm. surely it should say that in big letters like plant protein chicken pakora. So you know it's fucking veggie. Basically, they say locust. Yeah. So I fucking it's ate. Locust. I bit into one of these and it's <laughs> fuck. It's ter- like proper like card like really? yeah, it's weird mushy cardboard it like. It wasn't moist. It was absolutely. It was, right. it was terrible. Oh shit. Like the sausages. I've had sausages before. Corn sausages. Oh, you sausages? And they weren't like, no, I mean, corn sausages, you can't. <laughs> veggie I ones. I like sausages as well. Veggie, no, veggie ones though. Like, and I, I got put off them because I remember like... I don't Apparently, know, yeah. there are 4,000 German sausages and Greg's only had two. He's got a lot to get through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, before we carry on talking about sausages... Have you noticed there isn't actually a butcher's in our hometown? Oh, oh no, there's hairdressers there now. No, it's in Jansel Square, isn't it? What are you talking about? I was thinking we could open one in the town centre and call it Halal That Fam. So before we move on, guys, I'll let Did you... you know Norwegian in Norwegian uh, pillock is Norwegian slang for penis. Is it? Because I was yeah. looking into it because I called someone a pillock and someone is that swearing. I was like, nah, and nah, nah, I looked. I was like, oh yeah, mm. it sort of is. Is, it, is a pillock actually a fish? 
No, that's Pollock. Pollock. Oh, Pollock, yeah. <laughs> but it's very close. You've made it to the word Pollock. <laughs> but is it, is it a fish too? No. no. It's been called many things over the years. <clears throat> I can call it what I fucking like. It's mine. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't I want to interrupt you guys, but I just want to say something quick. Uh, Next week we'll be doing our big Game of Thrones improv that I'm going to put a little bit more work into this yeah, week. Yeah, I won't be fucked. Oh, I'll be all right. Next. And uh, that's why I'm holding that off for next week. But I'd like to finish this week with... Is that like musical chairs? I'm saying, like, <coughs> Barry, when you do the Game of Thrones improv, if it's really shit, just call it season eight and nine. This week I'd like to finish I, I with... I think you misheard it. It's a Game of Thrones. Thrones. We just call it Cowsy. <laughs> This week, I'd like to finish with a story from uh, Real People magazine, Beat the Boredom. So this is for oh, anyone... I don't finish. I'm, I'm, I'm locked in on my own. So this will be good for you to listen back to because anyone... So maybe who's... if this is a finisher, you should let Graham speak or Wayne speak. Yeah, I'm, yeah, but every time I listen back to the podcast, I think you're at home on your own with good reason. So not finishing straight away. You guys can carry on talking while I find the story. But what I'm going to do now... I reckon you should have a break because I think Greg's going to get good in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, well, I, 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 I need to go down the shop as well. Okay, so before we have a break, I'm going to give you five stories to have a little think about and then I want you to come back with a title. So if you have to write one down, write it down because that's what I'm going to be reading out. So it will be... It? Sorry, yeah, I will pause it in a minute. Not yet. Twins was good, I have got a little story when you're ready. The first story is Showers Have Eyes, Pals Pervy Hubby Rigged Mine with a Spy Camera, or 16 Raped and Buried Alive, or Horror in House of Dolls, or Evil Intent Camping Killer, or Impaled A Life and a Fork, or Something Blue. Dad Stop Breathing. Dad Stop Breathing as I Said I Do, or Uh Oh, In Bog Trouble. So there's like one, two, three, four, five, six. You've got the fork story, the camping killer story, the whole house of dolls, 16 red bear lives. So we'll have a little think about that and then then come back. If you go on on the next page. 16 raped and buried alive. On the next page, on the the hints and tips for the week section, there is actually a tip that suggests that if if you're having trouble. With people uh, abusing uh, at the the traffic lights, what you should do is stream orgasm.net and they've got a live feed of uh, screaming hornets from uh, the likes of Pornhub. Uh, Stick that up for a blast and see people run. (laughs) What the fuck? Why is that in the way? Do I take it out of there? Why is it? It's not in right. Because it's all the way in. So no. should we take it out and just lean it against well, it? Well, I don't know. What it, was. it was okay. No, no, I'm not. I'm, it's, it's probably... I found taking out and just leaning brain. against it isn't... No, it's good for me. It's all great. It isn't sustainable for a... So we're still recording. Um, we're oh, back. Oh, right. Greg just got some beers. Uh, so read people. I think the one we're going to choose, we've all decided it's going to be showers in her eyes. <laughs> so <clears throat> it's actually, no, it's called out in the wash. <clears throat> so I'll begin the story. If at any point you want to do any voices or any comments on it, feel free. There's no, you can stop me. I'll just carry on as we go along. So for anyone listening who's in lockdown, it's like this is like the Joe Wicks version of exercise. This is the Idle Matinee story time. Out in the wash. Louise's handyman was making her skin creep and crawl. What she needed was a nice hot shower. <laughs> <laughs> I sighed 
It's right if I, it's right if I have a look through your knicker drawer. I sighed and smiled at the same time, telling myself that they were remarks of a happy childhood. My boisterous two were always tearing around the house, and now I had another on the way to add to the mix. So I've got a hard one already. <coughs> Cradling my bump, I squinted and picked at the wall. Defo needs a new lick of paint. Has anyone else got their penis out? Later on, I was round my friend Leanne's. She was my sister-in-law's cousin, and our daughters went to the same dancing class, so we often met up for lunches. Walking around a nicely decorated gaff, I sighed. Do you want to read that line, Greg? It, sorry, Greg, uh, sorry, Ben just came. Walking around, I, don't worry. Walking around her nicely decorated gaff, I sighed. You should see the state of my hall. I asked her if she knew anyone. Do you want to keep it down a little bit, please, there, Chris? Yeah, sorry. <laughs> you said that uh, decorated gaff, but then a hut. Is this like, oh, is this a wankathon? Well, it is for me. Don't know about anyone else. <laughs> yeah, if anyone wants to donate. Please, guys, we're trying to do a nice little serious bit. For we're, we're, try, we're trying to synchronise. You should see the state of my hall. I asked her if she knew anyone who could freshen it up. It's not like I was in any fit state to do DIY, five months away from giving birth and a single mum of two. A voice pipped up. I'll do it for you. Do you was, that, was that the handyman? Yes, the handyman. Do I'll do it for you. I looked up. If I can have a quick look for your knicker drawer afterwards. Leanne's husband, Sean, 27. I knew you worked as a handyman doing painting and decorating jobs around the house. Are you sure? I asked. The bathroom needs doing too. Yeah, I can do that, he said enthusiastically. <laughs> yeah, I can do that. Could I afford it though? The landlord already offered to pay for the paint, but Sean would need cash for the labour. No, don't be silly. I'll do it to help you out, he insisted. Ah, no worry about that. I'll do it to help you out. Bless him. Well, that would be amazing, I agreed. And I reckon the decorator would only take a couple of hours, a day at most. Sean arrived later in that February, 2018, holding a couple of tins of Magnolia. Thanks again for this, I gushed, letting him in. Yeah, I've got a couple of tins of Magnolia. It's perfect. Everyone has Magnolia, don't they? He put them in the hallway and went back out to neutral. He put them in the hallway and went back out to fetch the paint rollers. You want nice neutral colours and carpets. Soon my nose was wrinkling at the smell as Sean began work. But he wasn't finished by the end of the day. I looked at the wall; only a small space had new paint on it. I'll be back tomorrow, he grinned. Yeah, don't worry about that. I'll be back tomorrow. I'll finish it off tomorrow. Don't worry about that. I nodded, but the next day it still wasn't done. Nor the next. I couldn't complain. <laughs> Sure, must have had other jobs on. I've got loads of jobs on. Yeah, no, I'll be. No, I said I was going to come. In, but yeah, no, I've got loads of jobs on. But yeah, I'll be doing it soon. No worries. And it was free. <laughs> and it was free after all. But as I surveyed, surveyed the half. for free anyway. You fucking silly cow. As I surveyed the half-finished wall, my eye noticed something on the carpet. Spots of paint. I frowned. That's annoying. There were spots on the skirting boards too. Look. I said, not trying to sound too peeved, the next time he turned up. Look, I said, not trying to sound too peeved, the next time he turned uh, turned up. Don't worry, I'll sort it, he offered. Oh, don't worry about that, I'll sort it out. Offering to pay for the carpet to be cleaned. Still in the hallway. It's not paint, by the way. Still, the hallway wasn't finished. Why is it taking so long, I asked. I'm trying my best, he said, I've got a lot on. Uh, I'm, I'm doing my, I've got loads on, I told you, I've got loads of jobs. I'm doing my best. I'll do my best, love. And by the way, that's not paint. 
He seemed to be more interested in having a chat than getting on. Any chance for a cuppa, he asked, poking his head round the oh, living room door. Oh, I couldn't have a cuppa, could I? I'm fucking parched. Uh, last job, yeah, she, she didn't have a kettle. I was like, fucking hell. A couple of months later, the hallway was finished and Shauna made a neat job of mending the drawer in the kitchen cupboard, which had been hanging off for a few weeks. Once it was done, I felt guilty... Did a job in that drawer, though, didn't I, eh? Once it was done, I felt guilty for badgering him. <laughs> I've spoken to the landlord, Sean said, as he made himself cosy in a chair. He's going to give me the money to get you some new doors and I'll fix them for you. Oh, yeah, I'll, I'll fix them doors for you. Someone's going to give me the money for it. Who's going to give me the money for it? The landlord. Did you see oh, it? I spoke to the, the landlord, Sean said, as he made himself cosy in a chair. So I've spoken to the landlord... Uh, and he's going to sort out some money for some new doors. Hey? Surely Sean should have asked me first. He's gone behind my back. But it would be nice to have two brand new doors. I'll sort it out for you all, he smiled. No need for you to do anything. Don't worry about it, I'll sort it all out. <laughs> Soon, eight new doors were delivered and dumped in my conservatory. Sean started with the bedroom door, unhinging the old one and hanging a new one in its place. If you give me the key, I can let myself in and out when you're at work, Sean said what? with if a you, wide smile. You just need me the key, I'll just, I can just nip in and out, and then you, don't have to, you know, I won't have to bother you. I worked full time behind a bar and was in and out with the kids. But I was wary. He didn't really need one. And I woke up with a sticky face every day. I can let you in before I go to work, and then you can let yourself out later, I reasoned. But Sean was insistent. It would be much easier nah, if you did. much easier if I've got a key. Much easier. <laughs> I need a key. Just give me the key. I paused. <laughs> Maybe it'll speed things up and then I'll be shot of him. Reluctantly, I handed over a spare key. I dropped the kids off at their dad's and went off to work. Often, I wouldn't finish until 2am. When no, I did that I night, a text know. arrived. It was Sean. Do you want to lift home? Crikey, what was he doing up at this time of the morning? No. I texted back quickly. I usually got a lift with a colleague or took a taxi. Sean was getting way too familiar. And another night, another text. This time, I'm parked outside. I'll give you a lift home. It was 2am. I stiffened. Is he really oh, here? Lift home. Come on. Oh, just jump in. No, jump in my car. Text. Oh, it's a text. Oh, okay. Is he really here? No, don't look out the window. I lied. Working late, me and my mate have stock taking to do. In the coming days, Sean replaced another door. Slowly, the house was coming together, but I wish he'd hurry up. One night, I got home again. Unlocking the door, I walked in and put my bag down in the hallway. Suddenly, there was a noise from the direction of the stairs. Startled, I looked up. Sean! It was Sean! Go on, love. I gasped. He was standing on the stairs and he was holding something in his arms. A pile of clothes. My dirty washing. Knickers, stocks, tops. What are you doing here? Ooh. What are you doing with those? I quizzed. Just, oh, lovely. Just trying to help, he replied. Yummy. Smell that. Oh, I'm trying to help helping. I'm doing the washing. Meh. I was, I was too tired to ask who, what or why. I need to get to bed, I said. You have to go. He went, but oh, I, rig what? I wriggled uncomfortably at the thought of him rifling through the laundry basket in my bedroom. And then he sent a photo to my phone. It was a picture of me taking it a family do. I was wearing a low-cut T-shirt leaning forward and cuddling my daughter and Sean's daughter. The picture had been cropped and enlarged and now focused on my boobs. Underneath, Sean had written, this is the payment for the hallway. I was horrified. What should I do? I decided to speak to Leanne. Racked with nerves, I brought it up at lunch the next day. Um, Sean's been messaging me, I said falteringly, preparing to show her the photo. Why? She cried, upset. She told me they'd been having difficulties arguing. I didn't want to upset her anymore, so I didn't tell her about the photo. Once those blooming doors are gone, he'll be gone. I brought my newborn son home in June 2018. And would you believe it, a full tenth months on, Sean was still tinkering away at my home. <laughs> the following March, my sister-in-law was visiting. The kids were in bed. Just going 
just going to nip for a shower, I told her. I found a towel and put my red fluffy floor length dressing gown on the radiator so it'd be warm when I came out. My phone went, Sean, my heart sank. I need to do something in the bathroom, he said. I'm on my way. Irritated, I said, no, I'm just about to have a shower. But he was insistent, something new about sealant. Oh no, you need a new kind of sealant, honestly. Otherwise, uh, you'll probably, your kitchen, your bathroom will fall into your lounge. I sighed. My sister-in-law was in the house. My two brothers were coming later. I'll be all right. So I let him in. He went to the bathroom. I'll wait and see if it's worked or if it's leaked, he said. Plonked himself down on the stairs and taking out his phone. I got undressed in the bathroom, turned on the shower and ducked under the water. Quickly, I lathered myself with shower gel and rinsed and stepped out. I towelled myself dry and picked up my dressing gown. Then I noticed something on the radiator. What's that? Have the kids left a toy on it? And the plastic has melted. I peered closer. Black, small. And then there's a lens in it. Oops. My brain swirled. Oh, it's I a camera. I forgot my the radiator by accident. Sean. <laughs> I rapidly pushed my arms into my dressing gown and thundered out. But Sean had gone. Shaking, I couldn't believe he'd been spying on me. Lucky has I to my laptop ben, at home. Ben, slow down. Has the camera been linked to his phone? Had he watched me showering while sat on the stairs? I felt dirty. Wanted to shower again, but I daren't. Who knows what else he had installed? I looked around the house, the walls he painted, the doors he fitted. There could be cameras everywhere. I phoned the police station. You might think this is silly, I began. The next day, Sean was arrested. Police came around and took the spy camera that Sean had glued to the radiator. They looked around but couldn't find any others. But then the footage of me in the shower had been uploaded. Hello, hello, hello. What's this? And now we've got a multi million pound business. It's a GoPro Hero 8, it would appear. And we called it Pornhub. I felt sick. He could have done anything. I could be on a porn site. Police told me not to contact him or Leanne. Last November, they told me that Sean Little, 29, appears at Basildon County Court. He pleaded guilty recording a person during a private moment, voyeurism. Uh, he was given six months in prison or sign a sex offender registered for seven years. Uh, <laughs> A restraining order for five years was imposed to stop him contacting me. I've seen Leanne twice. Each time she tried to approach me, I walked away. All the flashes through my mind when I have a shower. I'm sorry about all that shit. I'm sorry about all that stuff in the camera and that. I swear, it wasn't for you. I was hoping I'd wash my hands of him for good. But then one day, I was in a cafe again, and I saw Sean over at the bar. I decided to go up to him and just have a final chat with him. And the irony is, I now can't masturbate unless I think about... Hi, Sean. Oh, enough. Are you sorry for what you've done, Sean? Uh, yeah, of course I am. Do you think anyone else here's got a relationship which they think could get written into a magazine? Yeah. Uh, one of our friends... Other, got... than, uh, other than the obvious, but you know, you need like a little synopsis or something. The only yeah, one that... no, listen, it's take names out, but it, yes, there's some fucking... Someone we know once, is, he found, well, he was reading one of those magazines, his mum had written an article about how I left my family and went to live on a barge, and it was his mum. And he was like, what a bitch. His mum was a barge. Yeah. So anyway, has anyone else got us me done for the week? Johnny's probably gone. I've got to say that was quite a long story because my cum's but dried. It was, it was good. How many? Was the, second, the first one or the second load? But I knew a guy uh, that I went to uh, school with and he was in like a woman's mate. I think it was Cosmopolitan. <laughs> or something like that. And it was about, um, his story was about, he was, so he was rich. And he could never trust women, so that's why he never settled down and got married. And he spent most of his life on a yacht, and it's all his bullet. It was just, uh, his, his mate, or his girl, worked at a magazine and asked if he would come down to the harbour. And he sat on a yacht, and they took a picture of him, uh, Dolphy, was his name. And uh, it was just a story about how he was a multi-millionaire. 
that's brilliant. So that brings us nicely to the end of this week's podcast. So unless anyone else got anything else you want to say? No, um, but stories that make you cringe uh, like kissing your mother-in-law are great. Let's bring them on. So, so that's goodbye from me, Ben. Uh, goodbye from me, Greg. And goodbye from them. Peace out. Goodbye. See what I did there? I know you came to party, so...